0: Well, hello there, Rangers. Wade Skalski here, lawyer, online entrepreneur, and your guide to the understory. Because this place is filled with monsters and bandits, here comes your first warning. Although I am a lawyer, this podcast is not for legal advice. If you work with me, you must have a signed agreement. This podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. All right, let's enter the understory. Remember, admission is free, but understanding always has a price. Let's light the lantern. What is up, Rangers? All right, we're going mobile. And so mobile before has been a little bit tricky but we're doing it right now in the car instead of walking. So I'm hoping that uh, this works a little bit better than the the sound last time. So, um, all right, so I'm pretty pumped up to talk to you today because I have decided to just come clean. I'm coming clean. Um, I had talked about previously that I had done three uh, negative heuristics. Uh, The first one was the rules don't apply to me. The second one was, Uh, I'm weak or I feel weak. And so I give my power away. And then so I've been taking steps over the past, you know, whatever, years and years to do that. And then there's a third one I was going to keep to myself. But this is the thing that I kind of discovered about why I'm not going to do that. And um, the, the reason is this, is that I talk a lot about either making your place or finding your place. And here's the thing. If you if you're make if you're committed to making your place, then you have to be, um, or you can be, a lot less stressed out about what's out there about you. Because if you're making your place, then you're kind of like as Adam Carolla says, you're running your own pirate ship. You know what I mean? So, you know, you're not really going to go. I'm not going into politics. I don't foresee that happening. Um, you know, I may do things on a local community level, but it's extremely doubtful that I would ever, uh, run for office for anything after my experience with, um, <laughs> after my experience with, uh, the, um, the bill that I did. So I experienced local politics, state politics firsthand. And not just, let's just say that I, that's just not something I don't spend all my time doing, uh, but on a limited basis for, for advocacy and stuff like that. Yeah. I don't have a problem doing it, but as like to being a politician and have to, to handle all those issues, uh, not a fan, not a fan. So, um, So, all right. So, what does that mean? So, if you are going to make your place, then you can be, you don't have to be so stressed out all the time about keeping sort of your image, you know, uh, whatever you want to call that, your, um, you know, your, like, your social image, your reputation. I mean, obviously, look, I want to have a good reputation, but I also want to be able to be truthful with people as well. And if I can help a lot of people just being honest, like, yeah, like, here's the situation, we're going to do that. So... Uh, we're gonna get into the we're gonna get into nitty gritty about it. So the um, uh, and I am totally lost, by the way. Uh, no clue where I am. No clue where I am. Um, let me see. We're gonna turn around. So I actually had to drop off a check and a um, application for uh, preschool in the fall for my daughter. So I got that going. So I got that. I got that going for me. And now I thought I could navigate my way home without using navigation. But apparently I cannot do that, so I'm gonna put you on pause. Uh, for you, it'll be one second. For me, it'll be about five minutes of figuring out navigation. All right, you may hear the navigation, until I'll turn it off once I get going where I'm going. But anyway, so, all right. So here is the negative, heuristic, the bad boundary, uh, the terrible, terrible idea uh, in terms of habits, bad habit, And that is this, is that, alcohol is a net negative for me. So people get all caught up in, um, they get all caught up in all sorts of labels and how they want to, you know, label, you know, uh, chemical dependency, alcohol abuse, alcoholism. It's confusing and it's problematic. And there are, it's, it is a complex problem. So, and I have struggled a lot with identifying, kind of trying to figure out where I am on the spectrum of things. Right. And just like when you're fat, you're like the last person to know about these things. So what I've settled on, which I know to be true for a fact is that alcohol is a net negative. And so if I know that to be true, then I don't have to get into the huge weeds right now about, well, how far to the rabbit hole do I have to go? Like, what do I got to, you know, what, what what exactly do I have to label it? If I just know something is a net negative, I shouldn't be doing it, all right? So unless I can turn it into a net positive, 51% positive, um, is once it goes over that net negative of negative 51%, then it, it needs to be dealt with. And if you don't deal with it, it becomes an entanglement. And it's, it's really simple. And the thing is too, is that Things that Habits that are good for you when you're younger or habits that are, let's say, maybe not good for you but manageable when you're younger become less and less manageable when you're older to become a net, net. You're going to come along with me a little ride back to my house. And so anyway, um, you, it's it's very simple because when you drink alcohol, even if it's like one or two beers, like even if I have a glass of wine with dinner, uh, this is what happens. I have a glass of wine with dinner, right? Uh, it, what happens is, is that... Uh, I get sleepy and then I go to bed, but I do not sleep as well, okay? So one, I don't sleep as well. So that's issue number 1. Two, I have like horrendous acid reflux. So whenever I drink alcohol, it kicks in the acid reflux and then it makes it much much worse, which makes me the sleep not even not even as good, okay? And um And so then there's that issue. Okay. And so then the other issue is, is that, so I don't sleep as good and then I don't get up as early, right? You'll snooze or even you'll, frankly, you'll sleep in and you don't get up as early. So then you don't get your morning routine in and then you're sluggish. And then, so you, you, you wake up burning your creative points and, uh, you're just not as, you're just not as clear. And it takes you, if you're, as you're older, it takes more days to clear, even if it's like one or two drinks, let's say maybe it takes a day to clear. Well, if you have a glass of wine with dinner and you do that consistently, then you're always putting yourself as a disadvantage and it becomes a net positive. You know, Russ Perry had this thing in his book. He's called this, this book that's called the sober entrepreneur. It's a really good book. I would totally recommend reading it. Um, and he taught and the one thing that stuck in there stuck in there in terms of, um, one thing that stuck in there for me as a quote from that book was stop trying to live life on hard mode. And uh, if you live life on, and that's kind of what alcohol will do for you is it's a drag in every respect. It's a drag on your creative points. It's a drag on you physically. It's a drag on your sleep. Um, Depending upon if you drink too much, then you become like, you know, punchy punchy berserker, then that's also bad. You know, it's, it causes issues on your relationship, relationships. And the one thing I have noticed in over 20 years of being a criminal defense attorney is that drugs and alcohol are responsible for about 80% of the crimes, at least that I dealt with. I mean, I did a lot of DUIs, but yes, but like 80% of the contacts that I would see alcohol and drugs are involved in some way, shape or form. Okay. So it's, it's, is it, is it, how do you make that a net positive? Right, and for me, I'm not smart enough to do that. It's just a, it's just a net negative, you know, you know. And as I get older, it's much. I'm like I said, it's a heuristic for me that I'm not as interested. I'm not as interested in getting into. Well, how far down the rabbit hole do I have to get to get at this point? If I just if I just identify it as a net, um, as a I want to go east, right? Yeah, east. Uh, if I just identify it as a net negative, then it has to be dealt with. And for me, that means no more gin, no more, more no more gin fizzes. That's basically what that means for me. Now, do I have to go totally down the rabbit hole to figure out why I shouldn't be doing gin fizzes? Not really. I mean, I guess I could, and I and I have done so at different times in my life. And at some point, some points of my life, I've been like, oh, I could probably have a handle on this. And at some points when things have been going really south, I'm like, I really don't have a handle on this at all. So, a lot of it is it's kind of a fluid scenario for me, but. But that being said, as I can say beyond a shadow of a doubt is one thing I know it to be true, is that alcohol is a net is a net negative. So if I choose, and that's just for me personally, like you may have not have, a, it may be a net positive for you. You may be able to like move things around so that that's how it works for you. And that's awesome. And that's great. This isn't a judgment on anyone else. That's, that's your own bugaboo. That's your own thing that you have to figure out. So um, <coughs> pardon me. But, you know, I am going to put that out there because, look, like, look, I am making my own place. And, and, I, and I think it's an adult thing to be able – it's an adult conversation. It's part of the understory, frankly. You really have to look at yourself and be like, mm, it's hard It's hard to say that something that you enjoy is um, a net negative for you, right? Like, and it, it, it can be something as small as, like, yeah, I really like Twinkies, right? Because those are kind of probably a net negative for you because anything that can last without refrigeration can be eaten in 20 years and still be okay probably don't want to necessarily have that that's the other thing now like when did and here's a total aside for you when did milk all of a sudden be able to be stored on the shelf indefinitely like when i was a kid like milk went bad pretty fast it was you know you would buy milk and it would be good for like seven to ten days after you opened it and then the forward date about when milk was good would be like seven to ten days from now now there's this milk, is there some like black magic they're used on this milk? Like the pasteurization process has changed so much. like they have, we do these milk these like, uh, we call them Maddie's milk because Maddie really likes them because there's like, they're in these little individual containers or whatever, and um, they're uh, you just, they're not refrigerated or anything in the store, and they don't, they last you, you, you don't have to do anything with them and they don't go bad for like months, so um, I don't know if that's a good idea is that a good idea i don't know when did that change but anyway uh we haven't put that down yet as a net ne- as a net negative quite yet so that was just something that i realized the other day i was like what? When? what you know who invented the process that makes milk last so long and why can't we apply this to other types of food i don't know anyways it's probably like i said probably some black magic but so that was the negative negative heuristic and that's the top three you know like um historically for me the rules don't apply to me, so what what's the new one? Master the rules. Second one is um uh the second one is uh oh I'm weak or I come from a place of weakness and give my power away, right? So right now what I'm doing is I'm uh, I'm tackling that in terms of my a lot of my mindset thinking with uh, from Bones to Bulk with Brian Parody. And I do that in my business too. And I remind myself not to give not to give my points away. And then the third one is alcohol is a net negative for me. So that means that um, I eliminate it as to the best of my ability. And um, am I going to do that forever? I'm not really worried about it. But I know right now it's a net negative for me. And so until I get things going or whatever, um, it's just it's going to be eliminate gin fizzes. No more gin fizzes. And that's what I've been that's what I've been implementing. Um, and fits and starts for sure. But that's what I've been implementing. Now some people would say. And this is important, okay? Some people would say that that is either A, a rationalization, right? Where you're saying, well, you're not fully committing to that situation because you're kind of hedging, right? Um, or B, that you would, uh, not going far enough by your statement saying it's net negative for you and you're setting yourself up together. And although those things all may be true, um, I to me, I kind of try to make things as simple as possible. And if, if I, if I say alcohol is a net negative for me and I implement a plan, no gin fizzes, but then I'm unable to implement that plan, then I'm willing to go farther and say, all right, well, maybe we need, might need to get some professional help, or maybe we might need to, um, get a little more aggressive about what we're doing. But typically in my life, whenever I've done that, whenever I've said, um, no gin fizzes, I've been able to do it. Like I've gone, Three different times I've gone a year and I had anything to drink. I've gone 18 months and I had anything to drink. I've got 90 days I had to drink. Like I can turn it on, and turn it off. Um, and in the, I'm sure this like there's probably someone who's an expert in the literature that could listen to me talk and be like, hey Wade, like there's this, this, and this. I'm like that's great, that's fine, um, thank you. But again, sometimes the why is the movie prize. Like you don't, do you? You don't have some. You can spend a lot of time trying to really get all the answers about yourself and, and i know this is kind of what i say about going into the understory but it's a it's a dance everything is a balance between two poles so you want to get knowledge about yourself and and you want to exploit that knowledge about yourself for sure um, but at the same time too is like you can do a lot of navel gazing and not get anything done okay so here's what i know if i just go no more gymphysis, then uh it kind of fixes the problem right if it's a net it's then it goes from being a net negative to being uh either neutral or a net positive Meaning gin So if if I flip everything around and I start to get up early, I mean, I always feel, and here's the truth and fact of the matter is, is regardless of whatever the psychological reasons are, is I can tell you beyond a shadow of a doubt, I always feel better physically whenever, um, uh, whenever I'm not drinking gin fizzes, especially now that I'm older. I mean, when I was younger, you know, you could eat a bicycle, a little West Wing quote for you, uh, Josh, you could eat a bicycle, when you were younger, you could eat a bicycle, well, maybe it was Josh when you are in college, you get a bicycle. Um, you know, when you're younger, you can get a bicycle. Like it doesn't, it doesn't, you just, things just bounce off of you. But when you're older, you don't, you don't rebound as fast. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, and it's like I said, it's like, as the situation changes, you've got to, you got to change your heuristics in the way you run your life. You can't run your life the same way when you're a 47 year old, married with two kids, that you can't when you're 25 and no no commitments. You just can't. And that may seem obvious to some people, but the thing is, is that that's why process thinking is so important. Process th- thinking is so important because uh, the if you if you commit to a process to where you uh, you review. You reframe, and you restart. Oh, shit. New framework. So I've had that framework for a long time. Um, I actually – John Jantz helped me develop that. I did some um, one-on-ones with him. If you don't know who he is, he does duct tape marketing. And uh, it was in a different context, but it it, it sort of morphed into what I do now, and that's sort of part of the process and some of the tactics that I teach is the the, – the review, the reframe and the restart. And that's my framework in terms of the process that I put myself through all the time. Because if you do that, then you're, you're always course correcting. You don't always feel like you're starting over. And that's the thing. It's like everyone kind of gets into, Oh, I've, you know, I, I've not drinking gin fizzes for so many numbers of days. And, and that's a touchdown for them. And that's great. And that's cool. What I find from that though, is that it seems to me to put a lot of pressure on people. Um, and it's like where if, like, if you have a problem or a backslide or, or something like that or if you, you don't, you know, because like, we all, we, we, very, very, very few of us have perfect, perfect self-control over everything, over everything that we do. But then it's like, and then it's like this whole starting over process. I just don't want to feel that anymore. I don't want to feel like I'm always starting over, okay? Um, I, a restart is much different than starting over. And, and a restart is, is a restart in a different direction. Or, yeah, a restart, like think of it like um, in NASCAR, right? So they'll be they'll be running around and running around and running around and running around and, and then someone will crash and then the yellow flag will go up, okay? So the yellow, or the caution flag will go up and then the pace car comes out and then everybody kind of has to stay in their position and then they do a restart. And then, so, but they're all still moving. See that's the thing, is that um, they're all still moving. Now I don't know if it's officially called a restart in that way. Maybe an algae down. Maybe a restart is a true restart. But that's not how I'm. Uh, that's, I'm making up my own NASCAR rules. The, the idea is that they keep moving around, so they're not they're not going from zero to you know they don't have to go from zero to hundred to keep going again. What they do is they they just keep driving around, so they're you know like everyone's getting lapsed and all that. Um, and and then they're still they don't lose all the momentum They have to start over. And that's why I restarted so much better than over, um, And that I got from my friend, my friend, uh, Brett my friend, Brett Sears, uh, in a conversation once. So I was like, that's really good, I'm gonna take that. Uh, so that's true. And um, and I find that I just am sick and tired of starting over all the time. I don't do anything. So I'm in a, I'm in a process and that's process thinking versus on off thinking. So that's it. I told you, you know, that's the bad heuristic is that gin physicists are in that negative for me. And then we'll go over the solution in terms of, all right, well, I kind of set the groundwork a little bit for today with the sort of the process thinking. Um, And, but I'll expand on the reframe, restart, uh, reframe, sorry, review, reframe, restart uh, a little bit more tomorrow. And then we can start laying out that framework because that's, that's going to kind of put a bow on top of everything that we've been talking about. A little shorter today because I'm mobile, but um, um, there's a lot of exciting stuff going on for sure. And, um, kind of like my daughter's preschool. It's cool. Uh, I think she's really going to enjoy it very hands-on over there. So anyway, so that's what we got going on today. And just remember, there is no end in the path to understanding. If you are listening to this podcast and you are an online entrepreneur, I know exactly what it feels like to be you because I am one. I know what it's like to know that you are smart and work your ass off, but always feel like you cannot get traction. I know what it feels like to have your spouse support you outwardly, but on the inside, they're saying to themselves, is this going to work? And I know that you want to create something in business, but you always end up chasing the same dollar over and over. Or maybe you want to create something in the arts, but you feel like you shouldn't play there. So you wander in the forest stuck in the understory. I spent over 40 years there fighting the same monsters and bandits over and over. And when I discovered that if you learn what the understory is, and you start to go there on purpose, you can find a clearing where you have clarity and power in your commerce, connections, and creations. You handle the forest like a badass ranger with the proper mindsets and skill sets that you need. Not once chosen for you by some guru or your parents, but chosen by you on paper, on purpose. We can walk the understory together, but I cannot find you unless you raise your hand and say, I'm over here. Subscribe to my email list at understorylawyer.simplecast.com. Let's find your clearing together, a place free of entanglements, a place with a bedrock foundation, and a place where you set the boundaries, not anyone else.